in one of the books, it's it says the definition of coach is to to help someone get to where they want to go when they can't do it themselves and doing it with enthusiasm. That's a long, you know, definition there. But I I say that, I share that to uh, to just kind of drive home the fact that like I think sometimes that's all people some people really need they they need somebody there you don't have to be an expert but if you know you're just more enthusiastic about their success than than they are or or at least match it if they are you know enthusiastic that that kind of powers them it's like a battery power in their back and boom and and they and they go and they take off it's your boy first and this is open mic with OTR Mike shit yeah Yo, 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 what up, good people? It's your boy, OTR Mike. And first, welcome to another episode of Open Mic with yours truly. That's right, man, this is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. And today will be no different. But let me start the show like I always do. And thank you guys for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Um... You could be anywhere, man, but you're here. You're rocking with your boy. So uh, as I start every show, I always say I won't be before you long. Sometimes that's the truth. Sometimes it's uh, stretched a little bit, but I'm going to attempt that. But today I have a special guest with me uh, to talk on this particular topic that is near and dear to both of us. Uh, we were in the nitty gritty of uh what this particular topic is about, which is youth sports, man. Uh, you know, so I had to bring my boy OTR Brandon, who will be joining me today. Uh, what up? What up, B? What up, OTR Brandon? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? man? What up? What up? So I had to get my man with me because, <laughs> as I said, man, this is something that's near and dear to us. Uh, we were in the nitty gritty. And in in all of the AAU sports, well, basketball anyway, because um, we started our own program way back when. I don't even know how long ago that was. It was a minute ago. But we, <laughs> you talk about starting something from the ground up. So we know, <laughs> we know the ins and outs and the struggles and, uh, you know, and, and the good times, the good moments of creating a program and dealing with youth sports mm-hmm. in itself. So, uh, I stumbled across a video, right? Um, and the brother was talking about, you know, how he feels poor people or disadvantaged people or kids are being priced out of youth sports. So, I'm going to play the clip. It's about a minute long, so bear with us, and then we'll get, we'll get it going. This to the youth basketball landscape is the fact that poor people are being priced out. Ten years ago, the assumption was that the kid from the projects was going to be more athletic, bigger, stronger, faster, more skilled, and just tougher than the kid from the suburbs. But now, with the influx of personalized skill training, weight training, nutrition planning, all the things that the pros do now becoming standard at younger and younger levels, the kid from the suburbs has caught up to and basically passed the kid from the projects. If you can't afford personalized skill training, how are you supposed to keep up? The next thing is that the expectations have changed. 
People want a quote-unquote finished product at a younger and younger age so kids have less time to develop socially, emotionally, academically, and the time that was normally given for you to be able to help kids work past some of the issues that might have come from being in a disadvantaged situation just doesn't exist. So now those resources are going to an international kid that's showing up in a 6'8", 6'10", 7 feet that also doesn't have some of those issues. They've already been vetted before they get their I-20. Add to this the advent of social media and the fact that kids don't even get to make mistakes in private. And most people are looking at the cost of doing this and saying, am I going to invest my resources and also attach my job to a kid that has issues that might get me fired? The fact is a lot of this stuff is tied to kids' socioeconomic status and poor people are being priced out and nobody's talking about it. Mm. Uh, very interesting comments. There's a lot there that I agree with, some of which, you know, slightly disagree with. But either way, um, I think the main his main point um, I do agree with. What say you, OTR Brandon? What do you think... About and, and shout out to Court Balance One Hundred One. Um, I know that's his IG handle. Mm. He does a lot of things like that, so check him out. But that's who I got the clip from. So what say you, OTR Brandon? What do you think about the clip I just played? Uh, I mean, I don't know the statistics behind it, but it, I mean, it sounds it sounds like logical. I mean, I think it would be. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation yet again for those who you know, maybe doing with less. Um, but I mean, I mean, look, these, I don't know, man, that, that is tough for those who, who really are, you know, trying to do better. They don't have the resources. Their parents can't afford to take them to specialized training and that's expensive. I'm sorry that with junior. It's not, it's not cheap. So it is unfortunate for those who don't have, I feel for them. Yeah, and a couple of things you said, like <laughs> uh, the kids are, <laughs> and and I, it could be coming from the specialized training that's going on now, uh, but these kids are different, right? Like, you know, yeah. there was a clip recently played. I think I think Lamar Jackson had retweeted this clip on Twitter of like it was seventh graders, like in the layup line, like three sixty Duncan, Duncan, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like yo, these kids are different. Like we we didn't uh, mm-hmm. the kids we dealt with were about that age, and trust me, they they weren't doing that. Albeit, you know, they were athletes in their own yeah. right. Um, but so it is different. Um, but this resonated with me mostly because you know when we started the Columbia Saints, right? The idea basically was around us giving you know this type of kid that he speaks of an opportunity to play high level basketball you know minus as much of the cost as we could do right right Um, so even back when we were doing it right the prices were still out of this world right but then you add like he said the other things that's going on i mean these kids got like you said personal trainers nutritional programs uh all of the above right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it, it can get expensive as you said you know you you realizing it with your own son who's getting into basketball and things like that so 
it is it is um it is unfortunate um but i do like you said man it without seeing the the numbers right um i do agree that from the outside looking in that that could become an issue right because mm-hmm. we've seen it back in our time you know what i mean mm-hmm. um some kind of way by by god's grace we were able to pull the resources out of our behind <laughs> to give to give these mm-hmm. dudes the opportunity to play on on a high level man and to most man it was it was life-changing for them and that was our mission um it does seem it does seem like the landscape of especially AU basketball is changing. It's more about what can you do for my team um, to help me get what I need to get to you know, which is basically wins or get the next best kid, uh, yada mm-hmm. yada. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like it, it it just really brought me back to what we was doing, man, and and um, it. it it, that that is why this definitely res- resonated with me. But what's interesting about this as well on this uh, court balances post, you know, you had some big names chime in. One being Jamil Hill, mm-hmm. and Jamil said, <clears throat> "I'll take one step. De- I'll take it one step deeper. Take a look at the coordinated attack on public education. A lot of cities, take mine, which is Detroit, have lost so many kids." Parents naturally will move to neighborhoods with better school systems, vouchers, school choice, and charter schools, undermine public education, and in the heavy recruitment of inner city kids by private and suburban schools, and what you're left with is a public education system steadily being robbed of its resources. It's like with anything else. We're being we've we've historic it's like with anything else we've had historically. We build a product, the product is eventually taken from us because we lack the resources to keep and maintain it. Interesting comments as well. And I think that's also to your point where you do still see some of the inner city kids making it. Um, but that extra dynamic of these private schools mm-hmm. coming in and even the, the the suburban schools coming in and poaching these kids from the city um, to, again, help their program out. So what's your thoughts on that side of it? Um, well, again, like, I just feel like it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a double guy short, kind of like a catch 22, man. I mean, you've got people that'll come in and, and recruit these kids and, and these kids, they know that. They know that a lot of them are, are are playing for that at an early age. A lot of a lot of kids are well. They have the perception of you know playing for their lives at such an early age. Like you know, this could really propel me to to change the life of a course of, of life for my family or whatever. Um, in in whatever way it it is, whether it's through you know getting getting them a, a opportunity for a better education. Or maybe they are really talented to, to make it to the next level. So it it really is um it really is a double edged sword. That that's that's really how I how I feel about it. Again, that and that's saying without looking at the numbers. Now I don't know, like I, I still think um I still think there are people who are, you know, 
it, it wasn't just, you know, just being tough and, and, and being from the hood that that made these kids, you know, uh, good ball players. I mean, there there are some people in the inner city that are, you know, or in these neighborhoods that that are that are cultivating those, those kids. So, you know, we're not we're not losing all of them. There are people who are doing um, uh, good things, you know, as far as um, uh, coaching and training that we might not hear of, you know, every day. You know, every every training option isn't expensive, but I, I do notice that, you know, when I log on to social media now, now that I'm, you know, trying to find these camps and trainings for my son is that I'm, I'm like this barrage of, uh, uh, you know, how the algorithm works. It, it checks to see what you're what you're looking at. Then it just sends you all these trainings and camps and, and this and that and all of them cost. But it's like. That's not always, you know. It, that doesn't always mean that that's better than what, you know, a kid might already have. So, for instance, my son right now, I got him training um, with this guy, Javon Bishop, who I hadn't heard from since until I, I found him, you know, during research. And he's really good with the kids. He's actually in his 20s and he was a really good basketball player um, uh, coming up through high school and everything. And, you know, he had a medical issue, which uh, I think he had an enlarged heart, which prevented him from playing basketball. Um, but he, you know, I go to these, these training sessions, um, where my son is at and he's got, he's got several other kids and he was kind of like, I kind of get the feeling of like when we, when we were doing it, you know, we didn't, we weren't, you know, expensive or anything. We were just people that was trying to give back. And we have a lot of those people out there in the community. I think Javon is one of them and he takes these kids and not all of them are, are like super talented basketball players. But some of them, you know, he's worked with and they are, you know, you can see that their games have have improved. Um, but I, I'm just saying that to say that, you know, there still are resources there. There still are good players from from these areas. And I wouldn't just I don't know. I, I wouldn't look at all of this as um, so much as as a negative, there's so many different ways that a that a I'm starting to ramble now, but there's so many different ways that you know somebody can uh, make their way out or or find success. You don't always have to go to 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 camps. You know there there are other resources now. You, it, it might help your chances depending on what camp you go to, but there are other resources out there. You just you just have to search for them, and it's also a call to people in the community. Um, hey. We neither one of us were certified coaches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were just two young brothers who took initiative into into doing something for the kids around us because we saw that they they needed it. And in a way, we kind of we we kind of needed it too, but not in a way like we weren't looking to. Um, you know, I didn't have any aspirations of, of of taking that program and then, you know, building this big profile. Now I'm this big high school basketball coach that went on the college. That wasn't the goal. Right. The goal be there for these. And so it's it's for me, it's also a call to the community. Hey, man, step, you know, hey, go out there. Go just spend time with the local kids. Start up a local team, whatever. It it really works. And and I'll say this last thing, because I feel like I'm taking over now. <laughs> but um it's really rewarding when, okay, I just saw one of our former players just the other week at one of the training sessions with my son. He was on the other side of the basketball court. And just to give you an idea of how long ago how long ago it was, 
Like we didn't, I, I almost didn't even recognize him. He's a big dude. Shout outs to Ryan, uh, Ryan Johnson. And uh, he comes up to me and I see him approaching me and I heard him say coach. And I looked at him like, uh, huh? And then as he walked closer, it was like, oh snap. And it was like this big, you know, he, he's a big dude. And you know, I gave him a hug. It just felt good to, you know, see one of your former players and let them letting you know that, hey, man, that, that had an impact on you. You could tell, man, just just by the way we embrace how you doing, the conversation, you could tell it makes a difference in these kids' lives. Just you don't have to be a certified college trainer or nothing like that. So I don't know. That That's kind of my complete thoughts on this. Nah, I mean, you, you made a point that I was going to make next. Like, <laughs> albeit, right, kids get caught up in and the look of it, right? Um, you know, that's kind of why we went the AEU route with it because that's what they, you know, all their friends are doing it, right? I want to play AEU basketball. Um, but then they get caught up in what's going on now. Oh, such and such has a trainer every he works with three times a week, or you know, all of the above, right? Um but like you said, yo, we picked a, <laughs> we picked one of these free neighborhood courts. It's outside, uh, and we invited a bunch of kids over there to play, right? Um, and it, and it, and it will take some initiative, like like we did, um, like it was for us. Uh, but and I'm sure there are people out here doing the same thing. Um, and I don't want to take away from this gentleman's mm-hmm. point because I think there is some truth there, and if we lose the people like us right if that if that if that aspect of training and teaching is dwindling down that is an issue right because it can absolutely be expensive to do these things i know some yeah. programs are 900 plus dollars um for a couple game season you know then that's not even including travel costs if they travel in and you know all of the above, <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there are still things that can be done. You know, like like I said, we we found an open uh, open court outside. That's what we did. We eventually moved to being able to practice inside, uh, but a lot of the times we still found ourselves outside because you know the, <laughs> the resources didn't allow. Right, <laughs> a lot of our practices. Afford. Most of our practices were outside yeah, at the yeah. park. Yeah, that that's all that's all we could afford. But um, you know, to your points, man, the, the kids loved it. And shout out to Ryan, man, being one of our kids and, and uh, you know, that is the rewarding side. <laughs> we were sort of certified coaches. We didn't have no aspirations of becoming these big time coaches, man. True and uh, uh true to the heart, like our our idea is exactly what we did man and just to give these kids an opportunity to play and, and play on a high level and do it at any cost and that's what we did it was it was <laughs> it was a grind man we we were sitting in gym sometimes 10 hours you know what i mean uh you know 10 hours a day talking about yeah. saturday and sundays you know what i mean and yeah um so we just gave our time you know and and I guess, I, I guess, you know, without us rambling, you know, but if anybody's listening, you know, and this clip touches you in any kind of way, that's what it is. I read the comments on dude's post. A lot of people said that to him. Like, man, well, won't you get out there and start something? 
you know, and it's not his, it's not his problem, right? Right. He's bringing he's saying, attention to it. Yeah, and what he's saying is true. There mm-hmm. are there is an aspect of, you know, where we grab the kid that might have been trouble, right? But people that are ingrained in coaching, <laughs> they're gonna think about that now. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this kid can ball, right? But he's gonna take a lot of my time, a lot of my resources. Where I got this other kid, who, you know, not getting in trouble. Just as good of an athlete, you know, maybe I'll lean towards him than the other, right? Where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we started the opposite way. And then we welcomed everybody in. So he is he does have a point to that. You know what I mean? But yeah. The youth sports, it is why I wanted Quan on too, because he could give an idea from the from the football side of it. But I think youth sports as a whole has kind of went down this rabbit hole. It's not just basketball now where the training is year long. It's football. It's soccer. It's baseball. These kids yeah. are playing sports all year yeah. long. And it's at a huge, huge cost to these parents, man. So uh, it's. I just thought it would be an interesting topic from where we came from, man, and the, the grind. But I do yeah. got, I do got something for you, man. I want to take you down memory lane. All you know right. what I mean? And All I want right. the listeners and the watchers, those who are watching, you're going to get a treat. Those who are listening, you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it as we go along. So, you know, as I said, man, many moons ago, we started a AAU, AAU program called the Columbia Saints. Uh, this is a few, a few <laughs> photos of us. <laughs> as you can see, look how long Brandon and our shorts are. Uh, that's how long ago it was. <laughs> these kids uh, probably, I'm a silly dude. These kids will probably kill us if they find out that we have posted these pictures. But man, Brandon, what is this? All been? these any, guys in here. Any 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 memories from this picture here that you know that takes you down memory lanes of the grind of the Columbus? <sighs> man. Uh, many memories, man. <laughs> many memories. The grind, the grind was tough. Again, I, th- I think what the guy was saying was probably more of a call to to people in the community. You know what? what what's the saying? Uh, not every hero wears a cape. Sometimes, right. sometimes these boys or or these these girls, they just need they just need somebody to cheer them on. Somebody that's there that you know that's genuine with them that 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 cares for them and. And shows that by the, I think one of the main ways you show anybody that you care is that you spend your time with them, man. Yeah. Spend your time with them. And um, I think, I think more so than anything, that's what they, that's, that's why they kind of gravitated toward us. They, they mm-hmm. gravitated toward us, you know, I mean, other than the fact that you clearly Mike, Mike, you already had a relationship with a lot of these kids, and I and I kind of came into the picture. I came to what you started actually on the football field. When we say it was from the ground up, from the literal <laughs> ground <up>. grass <laughs> ground up, he, Mike out here with these kids in a field in a in apartment complex, going over football drills with them. Mm-hmm. And from there, you know, I come to one of the sessions. He's like, and we just start talking. Like, man, let's try to get them on the court. Mm-hmm. And just keep these boys engaged. 
Sometimes that's all. And, and and being there consistently, I think once they saw that we were we were both there consistently, they really started to buy in. I mean, these were these were kids that, as far as basketball is concerned, I don't. It wasn't a while till we actually had like you know actual basketball players walk in the gym. We had great athletes, right? You know, so you know it wasn't oh we going for the most talented kid. Or, I mean, we we welcome talent, but it was it was family. That 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 was our slogan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh, fam strong. Yeah. So again, they 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 need our time. They need our time more than any more than our basketball expertise. And sometimes for some, that time may be all that they need. Maybe mm-hmm. you know they they might not need you to to show them the latest drill. They already got it. Just spend more time. Facts. Here's another one, man. You somewhere in the middle of that. Uh, Brandon coaching up <laughs> my young boys. I think I see my shiny forehead. Yeah, you. there you go. <laughs> uh, I think here. I think this is when we were playing at uh, Georgetown Prep. I think. Or uh, what was the other school? Oh, it was split. It was split between Georgetown Prep and um, was that when we played that DC team? Yeah, I think this is when yeah. we played uh, Mike Beasley and them. I think. Well, the program he came from. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, dang. Yeah, I boys, I boys played hard that game. Yeah, yeah. This this was Brandon giving his look, man. If you scared, let's go ahead and sit down on the bench because <laughs> yeah, we, we ain't got time for that. But as you can see, this is how long ago it was. Look at the phone clip on my hip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look how long my jean shorts are. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Go go back to the one before this real quick. Look, look, speaking of your wardrobe, look, this man Mike straight from work. Let me tell you, man. Not every hero wears a cape. Okay? Straight from work. Straight from work. Yeah, and this this was uh this was Bullets. Bullets and Georgetown Prep. We was tournament was split between that. And we were playing um oh man, what was the name of that program, man? Either either way. Yeah, it, it, it was the program that ran into uh, the, the the owners ran into some, you know, he was he was dabbling in drugs and all of that. Oh uh, lord! But uh, nonetheless, the kids still loved it. But man, I don't know if you remember, but that was right before we played that organization, and their kids were showing our kids videos of yep. them dunking. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and our kids was coming to us like, "Yo, he could dunk," and this and that. And we're like, "That's that's when we had to take that's when we had to take him in that back hallway, yep, and yep. give him the speech, yep." Like I don't care who I don't care what was on that tape. Right. They they ain't dunking on us, right? We don't hear that, and we don't want to hear that. And listen, man, nah. As as Brandon said, we didn't have the best basketball player. We had athletes. Some of these programs we played against, man, had. The like college bound talent, and I remember, and I don't know if you remember, Brandon, the coach pulling us up afterwards and saying, "Look, man, mm-hmm. y'all." He invited us. Yeah, he invited us to their other events. Yeah, because we. It's a matter of fact, <laughs> they had a big, big bracket in the front hallway of this tournament, <laughs> and they had, they had each team and the scores of their previous game, and as teams oh, moved on, they put it. And this team we played beat somebody by a hundred points. No <laughs> lie. <laughs> I said, Brand- hey, yo, that's gotta be a typo, yo. Yeah. What? 
Brandon and I went up to the, we were like, yo, this has got to be wrong. And it was like, yo, it was like 104 to four, yo. No lie. Yeah. It was something so, it was something out ridiculous. Yeah. So we were like, yo, you gotta take this down. Our, our kids can't see this. <laughs> because they're gonna be they're gonna be scared to death. And I think, yo, they might have they might have beat us by 15. Nah, it was close game. It was yeah, a close it, game. I it think was that close. they beat us by it was it was a single digits game. For yeah, we, yeah. I, I don't think it was more than 10. It was between I, I think we kept it close for the majority of the game. We kept it within 10. We yeah. kept it within 10, for sure. Yeah. And that's why the coach pulled us up, man. It was like, yo, y'all just missing, like, the big. And, and he knew, he found out where we were from, and there was another program <laughs> locally. He was like, man, y'all just need to take some players from there. Like, that's just how the, <laughs> a- <laughs> that's just how the, the real innards of the AAU worked even back then. Like, we like, nah, man, we, we like working with, with the kids we had, man, and, and – uh, so we had a lot, a lot of fun, man, with yeah, that. Uh, you know, here's here's some more clips, man. It's Lowell Boys and Girls Club. Again, in my work shirt and the undershirt. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Man, just coaching these boys up, man. These boys, these boys, they loved it, man. They if Mike running it. the huddle right now, he's telling them press. Yep. <laughs> Look, man, this is what we gonna do. <laughs> Mike throwing that two two one at yo yeah. from the beginning to the end, boy. We in it. We in it. Right, listen, yeah. what Brandon says that is the truth. That that very team <laughs> that we said beat a team by a hundred hundred points when we played them. We had to split. We we split that game because we had two game two teams in the same tournament. Brandon stayed with one team. I went with one team, and we were in a separate gym. And this is what told me that they must have really beat them by hundred because we beat that team by fifty. And I was still trying to press. <laughs> and my my kids were like, "Coach, like I mean, we up by forty, like." <laughs> Like yo, you yeah, all right? Y'all don't want press? They like nah. I was like, okay, all right, cool. I you know, I that respect. Press was it. deadly. It that was press, that press was deadly. We, we've we've had a couple coaches come to us say, yo, we ain't never see the two two one run oh, like man. that. Oh man, we had some dogs up. We had some dogs out. They we had some great athletes. They might not have been basketball players when we got them, but athletes. Hey, shh, boy, athletes. they can play. Here's more pictures of. The Columbia Saints. This, I think this was our high school ball, man. Shout out to Gamal, who was coaching, helping us coach. Okay, okay. And, and this is at one of Brandon's favorite gyms, Lowell Boys and Girls oh, Club. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> shout out to them, man. We, yeah, shout out to Lowell Boys and Girls Club, man, for real. You know, we, <laughs> we had we had our battles. We definitely had our battles, but, you know, they 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 did a lot for the – for. I don't know if they're still up and running, but you, know, you can a tell a lot of young kids came through that gym. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And then here we go again. Uh get ready to get it cracking. For um, sure. Man, and look, man, I one thing about this picture, uh, and I I was I want you to talk on it too. The uniforms, yo. Like how hard uh, we worked to get those uniforms, yo. How yeah, we hard legit. we worked to get those uniforms right there. You know what I mean? And the kids, that was another thing, man. A lot of them still walking around with our stuff. We ain't never get a whole bunch of it back. 
<laughs> we'll get the jerseys back for we'll sure. Get the jerseys back. We had all the only joints we had left was like the numbers nobody wanted. Like you know, what I mean? <laughs> number. Even the, even the older cats, shorter though. I think they they kept their jerseys yeah. too. I'm pretty sure they kept the jerseys. A lot of them kept the shorts, man, because it was important for us to. Yes, I mean that the jerseys had the real the letters stitched on. We wanted some real deal stuff uh, for these kids, man, so they could be be proud of it. And they were, man. And they were. you know, ultimately, all of that hard work, man, it paid off to this. We won that chip. Hey. And you see that banner back there, Wild hey. Lake High School. Shout out to to Wild Lake uh, Wildcats, Coach Jan- Coach Jansen, McMillan over there doing his thing. But man, we got our boys a chip. They hated on us in this league because we ran through it. But you know, yeah, they, yeah, they did. They did. That that was the hard work. And there's Ryan right in front of me. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, that coach Brandon said he recently ran into. But man, great times. I ain't gonna show you the picture of me and Brandon celebrating that that win <laughs> <laughs> later on that later on that night no, that, that, that's exclusive content yeah. you have you have to subscribe and pay a monthly fee for that's that right one. you gotta join the <laughs> patreon to get that to get those those pictures right there man uh, but great times time. man we had we had an awesome yeah. time, good um, time and honestly like brandon said man from the ground up and and this is what we did these are some of the things that we did to yeah. raise money uh, here we had a bowlathon, and I, uh, you remember Brandon, where well, we we got people to sponsor the kids for every strike they got, they would pay a dollar or something like that. But we had to get real, real creative in raising some of the funds uh, for these boys, man. And like I said, like you said, Brandon, uh, just lifelong memories for these for these kids, man. I know they'd hey. kill me if if I showed them. <laughs> they gonna kill me. If they find out. <laughs> yeah, because they, they grow men now. They grow men. <laughs> they grow men. You know, some of them yeah. with their own children now. But yo, before we go, yo, just just touch on like the Saints, man, and what it what it meant to you. And yo, the the you know the hard times, but then the rewarding times that you had and being a part of building that program and all of that. All right, I'll try to do it without getting teary-eyed. Uh, <laughs> um, nah, the Saints, like like I said before, I mean, we we did it for them, but it 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 was satisfying for us as well. Um, for me, it gave me, I felt like at the time, it it gave me a sense of of purpose. Like I was I was actually doing something that was that meant something that that was worth something, and um and just to see you know. Uh, you, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a hard person to please. A, a thank you or, or, or what's up goes along. You, you know, that's what's up. You know, that goes a long way with me, especially if it's genuine and you do it in person. It it just I don't know. I guess my love language is words of affirmation or whatever. So sometimes you know those things they just just something as simple as that just just fuels you. And and I and I felt like we were the kind of like the same thing for those kids. We were like. We were like that fuel. We were the, we were their cheerleaders. Um, uh, <clears throat> I've, I've been listening to um, a, a coaching book uh, on Audible, and in one of the books, it's it says the definition of coach is to to help someone get to where they want to go when they can't do it 
themselves and doing it with enthusiasm. That's a long, you know, definition there. But I I say that, I share that to uh, to just kind of drive home the fact that like I think sometimes that's all people some people really need. They they need somebody there. You don't have to be an expert, but if you know you're just more enthusiastic about their success than than they are, or or at least match it if they are, you know, enthusiastic, that that kind of powers them. It's like a battery power in their back and boom, and, and they and they go and they take off. Um so for me it was it was it was satisfying in that sense. Um like I said, I felt like I had a sense of purpose. Um it was hard work, man. It was hard work. Um there were even times, you know, I mean we've been, you know, best friends for 30 something years now. You know, we argued then, you know. Um, so we we had every type of, I don't know, every type of battle that you can think of, you know, trying to get funding through through um through churches. Um, shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to uh uh Reverend Wise, past Pastor Wise, I, I mean. Shout out to Pastor um, she, she just retired too. She had a she just retired. Yep, Pastor Wise. Pastor Wise was very good to us, and and I, you know, if I'd never, I don't, I'm pretty sure I thanked her for for all she's done. But here's another public thank you to you, uh, Pastor Wise. Um, it it was it was good. It was something that we built from the ground up, man. I was very proud of what of uh, what we accomplished. Although I I feel like. Um, I feel like I, I, I mean, this is just me. I feel like we 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 could have done uh, more because we're not we're not still doing it. But we took those group of boys and we stayed with that same group of boys. You know, we had three teams and we stayed with that same group until you know they grew up and moved on and did whatever they wanted to. And so to do that again would take a tremendous amount of energy, effort, sacrifice. We did all of that, man. We did all of that picking the kids up, dropping them off. We're traveling here, we're traveling there. And there were some parents that, that were there that supported us as well. Thank you, shout out to all of those parents that were supporting us. Um, it meant a lot to see all that stuff kind of come to fruition. Um, I just hope that, that's why anytime I see it, like I see, like I mentioned Javon earlier, anytime I see something like that, it reminds me of what we did. and I'm And I'm thankful for that and I support that. You know, it took one session, one trial session to be like, all right, yeah, I want, I want, I'm going to pay Javon, you know, for this time. I'm I'm, I'm going to give my son to him, let him train him. Cause you can tell, man, he, he putting, he putting in his time, man. And I, I respect that. I respect people in the community who, who do that. Um, it meant a lot to me and I hope, I hope it meant a lot to, to our boys. I'm pretty, I, I'm sure it did to most of them. And, uh, I just hope that, uh, you know, we might, you know, we do that again because we, we talk about it a lot. Um, I guess like we talk about, you know, bringing OTR back. We, we done a lot of we done a lot of dope things, man. Um, you know, a lot of people could use our energy. I know that uh, we bring a lot of positive energy and I just hope we get a chance to do that again. Um, but, yeah, and it meant everything to be doing it with you, my brother, my brother from another. I mean, what better way to do it? What better way to do it, man? Word and and, and 
<laughs> I mean, you answered the question I was going to ask, ask you. Would you get back into it? Uh, <laughs> because I, it, 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 yeah, it's that time, man. We 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 both know, like you say, life happens, man. Yeah, we still be hanging, y'all. We still be chilling and hanging out, but like all, everything else is like kind of extracurricular with our families and stuff. Sounds like excuses right now, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I I feel like you know we got some more great things to do, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is definitely on my list of, of of top accomplishments. You know, things that I I've done in my life, <clears throat> and uh, you know, to piggyback a little further off what you said, man, talking to some of these boys as grown men, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think they. I think they appreciated what we did back then, you know, but it, you know, you're a kid, right? So it's, yeah, you just hooping, right? Yeah. Uh, but talking to them as grown men, man, and randomly running into them, like, like Brandon said, he ran into Ryan and Brian gave him this big hug and talking to some of the other boys, man, over the years as they grew up and they're just like, yo, that's, that's some of the best time of my life, man. And I'm like, it was, man. And I'm like, wow, like, yo, you know, you just realize the impact that you had on those boys. <clears throat> the tough thing about coaching, man, is you get, you know, yeah, obviously you get real close to these kids, man. And and um, you I, you forge relationships with them. They they become your – and we were so young. Like, they became my little brothers, so to speak. Um, we were. Yeah. And so, like, but unfortunately, man, we lost some of them over the years man and that that yeah. part is so it tugs at you even more because of being involved and being a, a huge part of their lives and them being a huge part of our lives but i would do it again man I, it was fun it, it just it took like you said a lot of sacrifice a lot of time uh our weekends were shot bro like we we had we they had, were our weekends yeah that was our weekends man we in the gym we in the gym. We practicing. We had to remind them of that several times too. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> like, hey, y'all like y'all y'all like y'all don't want to be here. We're yep. not getting paid to do this. We're here for you. Yep. Yep. And shout out to <laughs> your brother Sean back and Tori and all of them. <laughs> Super cool guys walking in the gym five oh. minutes before tip off without oh, their man. uniforms on. They, they still had to go in the locker room and change. <laughs> Nothing pissed us off more than seeing that. <laughs> hey, when people came to see us play, though, they came to see, came to see him play. We was box office baby, so we definitely, uh, we definitely, we definitely feel the same, man. But yeah, great times, man. Good, good time going down memory lane with you, OTR Brandon. Sure. Uh, I was going to record this one solo, but I was like, Shh, let me see what Brandon's doing because obviously we went through this journey together. So, yeah. That's sure, another episode. Up, man. Yeah, that's another episode of Open Mic, man. We appreciate you checking in. Brandon, I mean, yeah, I know you you kind of hate you hate social media. I don't know if you want to tell these people where they can find you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want them finding you or what, but <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anywhere um, they can check you out. Let's see if I remember my social handles. <laughs> uh <laughs> not. <laughs> I'd be on social media. Um, I'd be on Twitter, uh, blocking Knicks fans uh, <laughs> <laughs> at OTR. You can find me at OTR Brandon or at OTR underscore Brandon. Um, Facebook, 
excuse me, Twitter, IG, uh, and I'm on Facebook. My first name, dot last name. You'll you, look once you get to my profile. You know my links are there. So um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Follow Brandon. You know, <laughs> if you're a Knicks fan, he might block you, but uh, <laughs> follow him. Anyway. Ridiculous. <laughs> and of course. I'm OTR Mike, man. You can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at OTR underscore Mike. OTR Mike underscore on Instagram. Uh, For all my audio listeners, man, the show is available on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Check it out there. Give me a five-star rating. For those of you watching on YouTube, if you aren't already subscribed, subscribe. Hit that like button. Hit that bell. Do all of the above. I'm on the road to... 300 subscribers, then 500 subscribers, then 500 million subscribers. Hey, 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 hey. You know, something along that line. But anyway, man, I appreciate y'all checking in. That's another episode of Open Mic. I'll catch y'all in about a week. We out. Peace. Peace.